You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now, your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne, and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. Welcome back to Stronger Inside Podcast. It's been a little while. We yeah. took a little, little hiatus. Uh, we're back. Hope nobody thought we were gone for good. You know, we're just taking a little break and uh, can't get rid of us that easy. Nope, nope, nope. So we've we've been on a little break. Uh, what you been up to, Ernest? Whew. We've been we've been busy, man. Um, we are. We, we just sold our home. So me and my wife, we sold our home. So we're in the process of building another home. So we are, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And so we're in the process. So right now we are living with my mother. It's a blessing to have the ability to come back home and continue to stack some, stack some paper while we uh, wait, wait for the house to be built. So that's been, that's been going on. Uh, you and I have been working on a little side project as well. So yep. later, more, more on that later, more on that later. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, we call that a tease in the business. We call it a tease. <laughs> but but uh, on a personal note for me, uh, uh, I'm down about 130 now. So continuing to progress to that, uh, that goal where I can then be work on maintaining. So, um, you know, so continue to work on work on myself and getting getting more fit. So that's what's been going on with me, man. Yeah, but yeah, one thirty. That's a big change. That's a big change. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a middle schooler, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, I lost about uh, a lost about I a wasn't, grade. I wasn't one thirty in middle school. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Sheesh. Uh, okay, that's that was me in middle school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, one thirty. What one thirty? What you was a freshman? I probably finished high school at like one seventy-five. Okay, so all right. Well, I'm I'm never gonna lose a, a senior Wayne Washington. That's not the goal. <laughs> the goal isn't to get rid of a senior Wayne Washington. We'll see. I don't know. We, we don't know because I, as for me, I think you got I, another forty pounds in you. Right. I, so that's that's the thing. So I I had a goal, and now that I'm getting closer to that goal, I'm like, I I think I could push push through that. So you know, so we. Small goals in between. We get to the the major goals, and so we. I'm, I'm about three pounds away from my next, my next, uh, you know, weight goal before I move on to the next. You know, it's it's all a work in progress. Yeah, uh, we've been we've been working on this this extra project. You guys will probably see that at the end of the year, possibly beginning of the year, December December January time frame. Something me and Ernest are working on. I'm really excited about that. So that's taken. Uh, bulk of my time outside of outside of training and doing things for myself as well. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling good about this. I'm enjoying it. Uh, something something that I enjoy doing. So uh, it, I think I think it'll be something that everybody will enjoy. Something people can learn from. We'll give a little bit more information as we get closer to releasing that and continue with the process, but it's something I'm really excited about. Like I said, it's going to really help uh, be another tool, another resource for us to help people learn about themselves and, and, you know, pretty much improve their mind, body, and environment. 
we wanted to come back strong. We didn't want to just come back and Ooh. say, hey, you know, we're back and let's talk about cardio or, uh, you know, some, what, are, what are some healthy fats I can eat? You know I mean? Yeah. That, that's is, from is, bread, is bread good for you? <laughs> like those are some, some pretty normal topics and those are things that you can just Google yourself. And there are also things that just having information does not help you make the changes necessary to reach your goals. Now the, again, the, the podcast is called stronger inside for a reason. Uh, the discussions that we have, the conversations we have, the breakdowns of information, statistics, all those things are so that you can make a change internally and then everything else can fall in place instead of us just always kind of giving you uh, some basic facts or some basic, uh, tools to, to get to where you want to get to. Uh, we, we, we covered a lot of those things early on and we still will, we still will get to the basics, but, uh, I think this, this next go round of episodes, we'll be able to dig a little bit deeper into certain topics and then expand out into some more things because there's only so much of a macronutrient protein, carb fats you can talk about, uh, before it gets repetitive. All right. Go ahead, go ahead and introduce that topic for us. Whew, well, Wayne, today we had a doozy of a topic. <laughs> All right, Wayne, so today's episode is titled, Do Fat Lives Matter? Wow. So, quick disclaimer, this is not a political podcast. If you're about to go turn the podcast off and, you know, you're, you're having uh, political fatigue and you're tired of hearing these things... This is not what we're here for. So again, this is this is going to stay within the realm of health and fitness, but uh, it's just just something we thought that we we could discuss. We've touched on it a little bit. I believe episode five was our uh, "Why Is America So Fat and Unhealthy," and uh, we'll probably pull a little bit from that episode and uh, kind of take the conversation a little bit further. So yeah, that that that's a that's a strong title. It might have caught some people's eyes. Uh, yeah, do fat lives matter? Caught so, my eye. <laughs> caught your eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, again, we, we, we've we've seen these phrases all over. We're, I mean, depending on, doesn't matter what you believe in or what you know what your philosophies are. Uh, we've seen blank lives matter everywhere. You, we've seen different uh, variations of that phrase, and we just wanted to say, it just got me thinking. It got me thinking. I did come up with this topic, uh, take some heat off of Ernest. So when you start throwing your tomatoes, <laughs> throw them my way. Don't, don't, don't ruin his shirt. So <laughs> I got you. I ain't going to throw you to the wolves, Ernest. So, uh, no, no, no. It's not a throw to the wolves situation. No, we, we, we got this. So the question, the question is, do fat lives matter? So what I will say and start off with saying is, we believe that everybody matters, uh, but we just want to take the discussion further. My that reminds me, my elementary school uh, school song was at Rockledge Elementary. It started off, Rockledge is the place where everybody matters. This is something that you know we push upon everybody and let everybody know that yes, you are special, you matter. But as adults, there's some different things that come up and come into play. So. Uh, when we hear that phrase, you know, what is fat? We've talked about it before. It's, uh, 
a, a, a technical term, a medical term, obese, meaning that your BMI is over 30. And that's a place where some preventable diseases uh, start to show their, show their head. And there's a lot of other issues that come into play when we're, when we're in that BMI. So uh, with just that title, what does, what does that make you think, Ernest? What, what comes to mind when you hear that title? So when I hear, do fat lives matter, it makes me wonder, do people who have a higher BMI, people who are larger, do they get the same respect, same opportunities, uh, the same level of engagement that we give people who are uh, more fit? Good question. Good question. Um, if we do or if we don't, I guess my question is, in a perfect world, every person would get equal respect, opportunities, engagement, um, all those different things, right? Mm-hmm. We, we would all pretty much just be completely equal. Utopia. A utopia. <laughs> in, a, in a utopia, exactly. But that's not... That's not where we live. And we never will. And I think that's, maybe that sounds harsh, but I don't think it should be harsh because is, is, are we naive to think that at some point we will reach a human <laughs> perfection to where every person is able to look at each other as completely equal? And then, I mean, I just, I just don't think we'll ever reach that point. So. I mean, it's, it's not to say we shouldn't try to improve on things, but I guess what I'm saying is no matter who you are, you're, you're going to be different and there's always going to be some variables within the things that you have access to, the way people treat you, the way people look at you. Um, and then there are some things that you can control that also uh, move those variables to where the way people treat you, look at you, opportunities you may have. Those, some of those things are in your control as well. So you're always going to have a mix of those things, and that's going to make you unique. So mm-hmm. unique people, everybody's different. Uh, everybody has their own makeup of combination of things, and that's what you're going to get from the world. Some of the things that we can't control and some of the parts of the world will treat you differently. But in terms of uh, something, like we said, uh, when it comes into weight, when it comes into body fat accumulation, basically, unless you are in a very, very, very small percentage of the world who has uh, medical conditions that absolutely you can't do anything about, you're able to control your weight. Again, we're not talking about outliers um, when we're having any discussions based upon uh, the general population. We're not going to talk about outliers unless that's something that we're, we're singling out. So we're, we're talking about people on the average, on the average. And on average, you have control over that, right? Would, would you agree on that? Uh, I'm learning that. I'm learning that I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was, it, well, I guess I've always known I, I've had control over it. But it was exercising that control that was, you know, was the issue. Or exercising in general, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but the most important part was nutrition. Right. So uh, I just want to take a look and say, you know, if, if somebody is, I guess, not receiving the same respect, opportunities, engagement, uh, and, they, and they are in that, in that, 
obese range. And again, we have a, a separate categories of obesity to where when we're talking about, you know, on the BMI scale of being 40 and over, you know, we're morbidly obese. Uh, but yeah, the, would you say that, would you say those populations do receive different uh, treatment? So based off some things that I've read, I would say, yes, they do. I guess studies have shown that they are slower to be promoted in certain jobs. They are, you know, they might work longer hours, but not get the same uh, opportunities at, in, in their professions. And then you just have the the stigma of just going out in public and being stared at or gawked at and where others, you know, can go about their day and their, uh, go about an average day and not really be affected by, you know, the outside world staring at them or laughing or this, that, and the other. I would say a hundred percent that yes, you, that, that does happen uh, within that population. I love watching documentaries. I watch a lot of uh, reality TV, even though reality TV isn't always the best <laughs> uh, showcase of reality. But, uh, you know, we're not talking about the cheesy stuff. We're talking about just, you know, where people actually do give you a glimpse into their personal lives. Not uh, the bachelorette? Not <laughs> You're funny, man. No, oh, that's because, never no, mind. No, no, no. We're talking about, we're talking about other stuff. But, uh, yeah, and so these, these things are part of life. So, uh, I completely understand that and that those things do happen. And I guess where the question is, if you are able to control something, because I've read a lot of things and we, we, we talked about the health at any size uh, movement and the body positivity movement. Um, that's something that's in your control. So if you're, if you don't like how you're being treated due to that, wouldn't you want to change that? Now, that sounds shallow, but let's take it a step further. It's not about changing for other people, but we have to take a look. There just is a direct correlation between health and weight. And if, we, if, if, if somebody doesn't agree with that, then, I mean, there's really no conversation we can have. We just have enough data. Um, Ernest, you can use your own personal life to show that, you know, where you are today and where you were when you were 400 pounds, your, your health is different. Your, yes. your, your quality of life is different. Absolutely. So, so uh, you've, if you've changed those things right now, then you've kind of, for your health, for your health, you, there wasn't a superficial reason for you to make these changes. Uh, you change these for your health. You change it to be there for your family as long as possible within your control. The byproduct of that was you losing weight and putting yourself in a better uh, body composition. Right. And then with, you know, and with that, because we're not doing it a silly way, you've changed your nutrition, you change your diet. So now you, are overall healthier because again, you have all the metrics to show and your doctor's proven it. So you don't have to worry about some of those uh, things that are, as you said, those, those opportunities that aren't there, the, the way people may treat you in public, uh, 
any of those different things, you don't really have to worry about that because you have put yourself first. And I guess what I'm saying is you told yourself that you matter. So you told yourself that you matter. You did things for the right reasons to improve your health. And then the byproduct is your body has changed. And I don't even have to use the, the, the words for the better. Your health has changed for the better. It's subjective to say if your body's changed for the better. My wife would say so. <laughs> but guess what? Right. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. So now you don't even have to worry about those issues about, you know, there, there's, there's, some, there's some crazy phrases out there, you know, thin privilege and some things that I've read and seen. But you, you don't have to worry about being treated a certain way anymore. Uh, so let me ask you this. When you were around 400 pounds, did you feel any discrimination or way people treated you or any stories or anything like that? Was there anything that stood out the way that you were treated by either people you knew or people, uh, strangers? So there's been times where I thought I was, I knew I was capable of, of a promotion or the ability to be promoted or they, I've seen opportunities for other people open up magically or be created for them. But for, for me and for my career, those things, there was pushback to make those things happen. And so I often wondered if that was a part of it. Now I worked in a, I worked in a, in an environment where most of the people around me were fit because it was a, a military environment. And okay. so I didn't know if that played a role in it or not, or if it was just a, a product of, you know, people coming out of the service and them being, you know, look, taken care of. And so they had, I had to then, in order to get what I wanted, I had to then leave and go somewhere where people necessarily didn't know who I was. Right. So there was no, when you applying for these jobs and things like that, there's not a picture that gets sent with your job, with your application. There's not a, you know, a, a height weight uh, standard that is sent with your, with your application. And so okay. it was kind of just off my merit, like based off the, what I knew um, and my qualifications. And that's how I got the current job that I, that I have now. And so I often wondered if that played a role or not. Um, I recently went back and visited my old job, you know, in, in the new, in the new, the new hundred pounds down, uh, <laughs> body. And so yeah. it was, it was, it was good to see some of the people in there. I guess one of the, one of the guys who wouldn't, who, when I told him I was leaving, didn't take that as an opportunity to, you know, try to get me to stay. So I went and I, I saw him and I, you know, said hello and all that good stuff. And he said, uh, are, are you back visiting or are we hiring you back? And you know what I told him, Wayne? What? You couldn't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up told him. I was like, yeah, you couldn't afford me. But uh, so I'm just visiting. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, but it was, it was, you know. You, and so what, you, did, what did the people say when I seen you? You look, you look good. You, you look like, you know what I'm saying? You look strong. You look, you look fit. Um, you know, uh, you're smaller. Some people, some people be like, oh, you're skinny. 
But I'm like, ah, I'm not far from skinny. Let's let's not get it yeah. twisted. But uh, but yeah, so you get you get those comments where man, you look you look really good. Uh, I'm happy for you. How you know you know? Then it goes to the whole spiel. Well, how's the family doing? All that. But yeah. you know, uh, everybody is you know proud of the transformation. Ultimately, it was about like you said, changing for myself and my health. Right, making sure that I knew that me being here long-term is what mattered to me, right? My, my health, my well-being, my ability to support my family and be here for them is what mattered. And in order for me to do that, I had to really look in the mirror and say, I got to get this under control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what, and just non-job related, I'm talking about just going, going to the grocery store, uh, just sitting, I mean, sitting in the pew in church. I mean, just, were there, were there other things where well, you, like, get the, you get the comments, right? So, um, uh, man, you're a big guy and it's, you know, it's not always about, you know, being tall. I'm like, I don't, I don't know you. Like, why are you talking to me? Like that, <laughs> or, or, um, or you, you turn a corner down an aisle and then they like scoot to the side. I'm like, I could like the whole cart is in front of me. We can both, I can sit down. Like you don't have to move out of my way. Like it's none, none of that is going on. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the, just the, the names the, the nicknames, the biggies, you know, uh, big man, uh, or, or you get the opposite, the tiny, what's up tiny. And then you're like, come on. Yeah. Like, so, so you get those types of this comments that, you know, I, I, how many, how many nicknames do you have? Me? Yeah. That, that are related to your socks. <laughs> None. There you have it. So None. it's a, like, yeah, it's, it, you know, it, if you're really big, you get a nickname. If you're really small, maybe you get a nickname. But the average person, you know, you, you, no, no, no one is nicknaming you based off your size. And so, uh, at least well, for men, I'm not. I'm not sure how you know. I will say, uh, in terms of people making making comments on your appearance, I mean, there there are times where people make just comments on on athletic build to where there's no nickname attached to it, but there is a you know there there is certain comments that are made uh, depending on what you're doing, you know. So, but but again, it's it's completely different and those type of comments are probably more of a or complimentary versus a comment upon somebody's size to where, Oh, you're, you're big or, you know, whatever right. they, whatever they're saying. Yeah, so just this social commentary, like they, they got a, the Jerry, they Jerry uh, Seinfeld all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're narrating the, their day. They're, they're just narrating your day. Hey, big man coming through. Yeah. Like, what are you, what are you doing? So, but with that, I have seen it kind of flip a little bit now that I am fitter. Um, you know, I, I told the story to you um, a couple of weeks ago. I was in the grocery store and a random guy walked up to me and was like, how much you lift, man? You, 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 you swole or something along those lines. Like you, yeah. you, benching, you benching 340. It's like, well, not quite. Yeah, but, so so, then, so that, that's to what I was saying to where, again, if, if people will comment on, appearance and there are times where it could be friends or stranger whatever to where somebody's saying something to where it is you be in a restaurant or you know more so like a bar settings or something you know where there's more people are closer and it's like 
oh, you eat French fries? Oh, I didn't think you could do that or something like that, you know, to where, again, they're making a comment to, to your size, uh, to, to your appearance. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it, I, I, but I understand where you're coming from. And again, yeah, there's usually not a, a nickname or anything attached to that. So, so are you seeing that you, there is a different experience from your day to day from being 400 pounds to being where you are now? Uh, yeah, I would think so. I, I think the biggest tell will be when I, when COVID kind of is over and we go back to the office environment. Yeah. And I'm around people more often because right now my coworkers consist of my my wife, my son, and my, my mother. Yeah. So you know, I see them every day, every day, and all day. And so, I think out in the world, when people see me the new me and who knew the old me, you know, cause we've been at this COVID thing for about six months now. Yeah. And so my body has changed a lot, I think in those six months. And so going back to, to that environment, I think I'll be able to tell uh, a lot more. What about strangers in terms of, you know, I know you touched on the guy, the random guy in the grocery store, but, uh, and do you, do you feel like there's more of a, uh, a blend in, Probably, I think I think I, I think I do blend in more now. Uh, I am probably taller than most people in you know average America, but I think for the most part, my my width, <laughs> yeah, is a, my width blends in a lot more with uh, with people, and so I, I don't stand out as much. Uh, I, I remember one story. Me and my wife were in Hawaii, and there was a group of uh, women from. I, it was they were Asian women, and so they saw they were they were taking a picture somewhere, and they saw me, and then they was like, they didn't speak English, but they wanted to take a picture with me, because I guess they I guess they never seen someone by as as large as me before, right? And it was no. very weird and very awkward. Yeah, it was. We were in a situation where it was like just me and my wife, and it was like a beautiful sunset, and we kind of needed one of them to take our picture. Okay. And so, so you and traded so, off. <laughs> so I, it was like I had to re, I had to reciprocate, and so it was very weird. But it was like okay. you didn't ask one of them to get in your picture. I did not because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I did not. I didn't. I didn't really need that. But so that that was that was probably one of the experiences was like where I didn't know if it was. So I thought it was maybe cultural, and then me being as tall as I was. But then, you know, I I always tried it. I think a lot of those, a lot of times in those situations, I try to think that I try to let it be my height and less and less about my my weight. Well, you're you're not seven feet. I'm not seven feet. <laughs> not at all. Not in my not at all. Yeah. It's, it's very possible they've seen a six three person before. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm no mind reader. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was it was it was Yao Ming Shaq and then me. That's what it. That's what they was like. Yo, he's this is Shaquille O'Neal's brother. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, but I just wanted to see, and in, in contrast to the experience that you may, you know, you're having currently, and what you what you've had in the past, and to see maybe uh, people in a way through the through their interactions with you have showed 
that you matter more now? Is that, mm-hmm. is that, what would you say? And, and again, we can even talk about our, uh, immediate family of course we would say well oh, they still love us yeah they love us but again if you lose 130 pounds there's going to be uh lifestyle changes that come with that mm-hmm. yeah so i think with the immediate family i think that there is a emphasis on preparing meals uh better in a better way a more a healthier way um understanding the the journey that I am on, I think my immediate family and then some of my extended family, as far as cousins, aunts, um, and, and, and things of that nature, aunts, uncles, and stuff like that. I think we are all collectively pushing each other to be healthier. Do you find yourself in more leadership roles in, in different avenues, different realms, uh, than two years ago? I do. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I, when especially when it, when it comes to work, in particular, they let's go to Ernest to get this done. Or or if you have an issue with that, talk to talk to Ernest. He'll help you figure it out. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's an interesting observation. I just wanted to see if if that's something that you've that you've noticed. Uh, yeah. Because again, I don't know if that's about, I don't know if that's about my size or if that's just about my intellect level. You know, being a VCU graduate uh, and being as proficient in my job but, as I but am. But you were you were a VCU graduate two years ago. Touche. <laughs> so, so again, it's just about the contrast. A lot of times, people want to look for a, a direct. You know, this is the direct pinpoint. Uh, reason and life's not about that. There's there's so many things that are intertwined and connected to where yeah we can look at uh, we can look for trends of correlation and if if things are going in a certain way then it it's possible it has an influence. Uh, mm-hmm. Think about other think about leadership roles in general. Look at those people. If you we we have a we have a thing with height. There's a thing with size if you look at presidents you look at ceos you look at team captains you look at manager positions you look at those things and then you say they're now we're getting we are getting more diversity there but i will i'll be on the other end and say there's a reason for some of these things uh some of it is just psychology to where yeah you just think a tall person is smarter or you know there's a range once you get to uh, seven feet or something, then there's a there's an opposite effect. You could be a seven foot brain surgeon, but then people think you're dumb because you're so tall. So again, I'm I'm aware of these these human uh, responses to to height, but again, once you're six three compared to somebody that's five eight, for some reason we respond to that person and think of that person more as a leader than the five eight person. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just that's just how it is. Or, you know, pertaining to men. Um, but looking at staying on topic, looking at weight, so let me ask you this. When you see a fit body, not skinny, if you're having trouble understanding the difference between athletic and fit and skinny and thin, then you need to listen to some past episodes because those things are not the same. Uh, if you see a person who has a, a, a fit body, what comes to mind for you? What are, what, are, what are the things that you think? First, first mm. glance, just go. First glance, 
I would say that they, they work hard. They are motivated, dedicated. They have they put a lot of time and effort into maintaining their physical appearance. Okay. So I have a different view because I have a more educated eye, but uh, some of those things do come to mind, but I say, okay, that person has a great diet. Uh, I say that person does have a high activity level. And I said, that person does uh, care how they look. And it, and it could be whatever combination of those things, you know, there could be, uh, uh, they're not all equally in there, but that that's really what it is. You, you can't, you know, when we say a fit athletic body, you know, we're talking about men that are sub 15% body fat, 15% body fat and below to where, again, you can see abs, you can see defined arms, you can see defined back uh, to where that person looks fit. We're not talking about, and that doesn't mean huge muscles like a bodybuilder. We're just talking about a person who looks athletic, a, a soccer player, even those people, a tennis player, they're not huge muscle, muscular guys, but they have low body fat percentages and they look like they could run a mile without passing out. So uh, when you see those things, that's what I come to, that's what I think. I say that person eats real food. That person has a high activity level. They do things that are active and they, and they really take into account how much, uh, how, how they look. And then uh, also in conjunction with those things, as you said, they have a consistency, they work hard to do all these things. So the things that you named, would those be things that you would want in a leader? Yes. Okay. So let me ask this question. When you see a person who is a BMI over 30, let's say, so we're not picking on anybody, let's say Ernest sees <laughs> let's say you hop in the time machine <laughs> and you're walking around, uh, you know, you, you're, you're trying to, what is it? You hopped in the, the DeLorean in the DeLorean. <laughs> you got the, uh, what, what did Biff have? He was trying to, trying to, the, al uh, the almanac. Yeah. The almanac. Yeah. <laughs> you're out there trying to play the lotto and all that stuff. Right. And then you come across uh past Ernest, a person of that body type. What are the first things that come to mind? That guy's handsome. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, first thing that come to mind. You don't have to think. Again, when people have split second, uh, <laughs> the, the, you try to clean these things up. But just talk. Because that's, because guess what? Whether you say it or not, that's how you feel. So there, there, it should be a five second response. What do you what do you think when you see that guy? That's a big guy. Okay. That's a big guy. Just that's honestly what it is. I, I don't I honestly don't put any personal characteristics or uh or personality traits. I don't associate any personality traits necessarily with 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 that off of a you know not knowing, not knowing a person. Not but, knowing why do you, but why do you put them on the fit person? I think because that is a goal. That's, I think it's probably always been a goal of mine to, to be that person or to be a fitter person. And so when I look at that, I see what I am, am not. And so 
I don't. When you like say you are, you are not, are you saying physically or those attributes? Physically, I'm not, and because I because paper, I didn't have those attributes associated with um, maintaining my body. Okay, so so the first thought is when you see an athletic person, you go hardworking. Uh, what what else did you say? Um, you said consistent or yeah. something like that. Uh huh. Okay, so you but you those you, are attributes, and those were all attributes as to how they maintain their body. Correct. Right. So that, that's what the so, actually. But, but those, those are those are personality traits that you put upon them. So when you see a person who's not as fit, they're just neutral. They're just a blank slit. A blank slate. Are they? Are they? Because there's no such thing as looking at a person having a blank slate. So you said that's a big guy. So do you? Do you? Do you see the inverse in those qualities that you named? Or do you just, I mean, there's, there's something, give me three adjectives. Again, when you see that guy, you turn the corner, what do you say? You don't just say that's a big guy. I honestly don't. I honestly don't. Because I, because I feel like that, that was me and that is me. And, you know, that's still a little bit. So, and I don't want, I, I never wanted to be, judged based off of my my size and so i try not to judge others based off of their size you know if, if i see someone that is large larger than me as large as me so maybe a little smaller than me whatever the case may be i it wasn't a i tried not to pigeonhole them into which is fair. So why? So I guess my question is why don't you do that for the fit person? Why because don't you? for the fit person I wanted, I felt, again, the attributes that I associated with the fit person were attributes that I wanted, I perhaps wanted to instill in myself, not perhaps that I wanted to instill in myself as far as maintaining my, my body and, and to get in my fitness level a certain way. So when I saw that, you know, I would think to myself, you know, these, he, he or she is probably doing these things right. Do you, do you think that those traits apply outside of fitness for those people? I don't know. Probably. I would say probably. Okay. More likely, more likely than not. Okay. So, so for the most part, you believe that, that, that hardworking person for the, for the most part, he, ha he or she continues those qualities, whether it go into work or whether it go into family life, relationships, uh, whatever it may be, you, you feel that way? Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to give that person that credit and you're going to say that that person probably is that way in general, and then you were saying in the past, you did not want to be judged. Are you saying that you were lacking in some of those areas? Yes. Yes. Okay. So if a person, so I'll give you again, so I didn't give mine. So when I see that person, what, again, I have a more educated eye. When I see a person, you know, if I'm, if I hopped into DeLorean with you and we come across the old Ernest and I see that person of that size, I'm going to say, 
That's a person struggling with nutrition. They're either uneducated or they're unwilling. I see that that's a person that doesn't move much. And I see that that's a person, due to those reasons, they may have some other things going on, but that they are lacking in motivation and it's probably hurting them in other areas of life. That's what I see. Because again, just from the, the, the hundreds of people I've worked with personally, uh, just the experiences I have in my own life, um, again, all the other information and other resources that I've used and for learning and other tools, that's what I see. So I didn't say that that person is dumb, that person, any of that things, but the same way you said that fit person, those things lean into their other parts of their life. You can't have it both ways. So a person who is not, uh, a person who we want to talk about their job, their family, those other things, if they are struggling and they have gotten to that state for their 30 uh, their BMI is over 30 and, and they're not moving as much. They eat processed foods. That means that's quick and easy food, right? So mm-hmm. is, is there an issue with time management? Do you just not want to cook? Do you, uh, do you, why aren't you moving as much? Um, and I guess there are larger people that do work out. I'm, I'm completely aware of this. That's why this is not, those are the first two things I always have named when I see the fit person, nutrition. When I see the larger person, nutrition because that's number one but those traits go into other parts of life so if we can admit that and your person said did you the last thing you wanted to do was judge other people right correct yeah okay well you're still saying that when you see somebody split second again you haven't got to, to know them but you're pretty much given an assumption to who they are right so if the fit person is getting the benefit of doubt of having these more positive traits and the unfit person, the person who is in that obese BMI, they're not getting those. Is that fair is my question. This is a real conversation. Is it fair? Because I believe for you to be part of this conversation gives it more uh, validity. Because yeah. it's easy for me to say, and somebody could look at it that way and say, all right, Wayne, well, you, you're an athlete. You just said you were, you know, 130 pounds, you know, going into high school or whatever. You don't know about this. Okay, that's fine. Um, but I do know and have experiences and have a, have a lot, a lot, a lot of data to pick from. But again, you have lived it. So, so is it fair? No, it's not fair, but life, life itself isn't fair, right? So, so, so I guess my question is, why is it not fair? Because fair is balanced and equal. So if, why assume that just because someone is fitter, they're not? Um, but you just did it. Exactly. But again. And then the question the fact, is. The, the fact that I did it doesn't mean it was fair. The fact okay. that I did it doesn't mean it was equal. You, you said you said that previously you were lacking in some of those areas that you said the fit person had. When it came to health and fitness, yes. But again, we know that health and fitness bleeds into other areas of life. 
It can, yes. It's not it can, it does. There, there's no so, separation. Your health and fitness directly impacts your life. So someone being, someone lacking in physical fitness and habits to improve their physical fitness doesn't necessarily mean they're lacking in other positive traits. I didn't say positive traits, but what we're saying is, I'm just saying, if you've gotten yourself to... Like, motiv like motivation, right? Because you said maybe they're lacking in motivation, right? So someone who is lacking in motivation to uh, exercise or improve their nutrition doesn't mean they're lacking in motivation in their, their, their profession, doesn't mean they're lacking in motivation for caring for their family and, uh, and their children and but, things like that. But so it's not about motivation, but it's about the actual end product. You're not as good. So you being, may say being, being not as good, I give it to you. Perhaps I'll give it to you. So, but, so go ahead. but, it's, but that's, that's an end product. But again, putting forth the effort. Well, well, that's, I don't know. Do you agree that if you are not living your healthiest fit itself, if you are in the BMI, of 30 and over to where, I mean, again, let's just use your previous self as an example. Did that, did that size affect you in other areas in life? Family, job, performance, cleaning the house, activity level, energy level, things that you cared about, focused on things. Did, did, the, did that influence that? Yes. Okay, so what I'm saying is, if that influences that, then you're just not as good. So who's this? To, I mean, I don't think in the last two years, you care more about your son than you did two years ago. I don't think just you can even measure that. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, it's just enormously high, whatever uh, metric we want to use, right? Mm -hmm. But do you, I, and you've said this, you feel like you are a better parent. So when I was four, when I was 400 pounds, we would come home from work and maybe I was tired because I wasn't doing the right thing. So now I'm taking a nap as opposed to, you know, playing blocks or, or reading books or hanging out with him and wrestling and doing that type of stuff. Whereas now or taking him to the park and him, him to doing the, the workouts doing, that you've been doing as opposed to now, you know, there's the fatigue isn't there because, you know, there's, my my lifestyle is, is a better one where now I have more energy to do those types of things with him. Yeah. So that, that is an improvement. That is a, a non-physical metric of being, just being healthier. So in a way it makes you a better dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. <laughs> if, 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 you know, if a kid had to choose, and say, this guy takes me everywhere, has energy to play with me, all these things, and this other guy doesn't. This other guy takes naps. <laughs> okay. So if I were to look at that person and say, that person has the potential to be, so it, again, we, we don't know everybody and their whole life and all those things, but again, we're talking about the split second. So now, if I were to see the 400-pound earnest and say, well, I'm pretty sure he loves his son. That's not a debate. But how much activity is he doing with his son? If his son gets up and sprints across the street, can he go get him? 
that's what I'm saying. So how is it unfair if a person is to to have that uh if, if they were to 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 assume that? If they were to assume that, how is that not fair? Because we don't we're not gonna know everybody. But if if you're if your health and fitness uh bleeds into all the other parts of your life, and when you are healthier and fitter, you become the superhero version of whoever you are. Now you could be a lazy loser you could, or whatever you may be in terms of a work ethic or whatever, still have a six pack. But a lot of times when you're doing health and fitness the right way, you do see a change in people. Mm-hmm. So again, you set it off the break. I see that person's hard work and I see that person that's consistent. I see those different things. And then people treat you differently. They look at you differently. And then, you're more likely to be in leadership role, less likely than the person who, again, if we look at somebody and we go, all right, well, I see how that person eats at work. Um, I see how that person doesn't really care that they are breathing hard after they come up the stairs every single day. You know, and again, we're not talking about special populations of people who have things that they can't control. We're talking about people who can control this. It, is it not fair to, to, I don't want to say think less, but to, to challenge, uh, or is, is, it, is it fair to just allow for the natural uh, pecking order of a group, of group dynamics? Because it's always going to happen. I've played on a number of teams, number of teams. Every time there's a preseason, uh, going through the season, even when you're just picking up players that pick up basketball earners, things sort out. Mm-hmm. But, it, but we could be 10 strangers playing a 13 by one. About seven points into the game, we know who should be taking the last shots. We know yeah. who should be setting the screens and rebounding. Should you just shoot? Should, should you be a person who clearly doesn't have the basketball skills and you just start trying to do all types of different moves knowing that you're you're not as skilled. No, that person should not be. <laughs> but you, and, and guess what? They usually don't. Mm-hmm. They usually kind of fall in line in the people that are more vocal, the people that are uh, more skilled, the people that are more athletic. They kind of, everything sorts out. If you're a better passer, you wait and pick. If all you can do is shoot, you stand in the corner, you might get the last shot, but you're not trying to create off the dribble. You're just going to be like Steve Kerr. All right, catch and shoot. And right. that's what kind of what happens with group dynamics at work, whatever it may be. And that's kind of part of life of what I'm saying. But I think is when we, when we look at a person and we see that, you know, your physical makeup, why is it wrong? Because what you're saying is a lot of these assumptions are more often right. Or you're not saying that. I don't think I said that. Okay. Well, no. well, can can you show me some examples of people who are in the in the in the thirties with their BMI and they are in uh, leadership positions and people have and they have the full unbridled respect of people. I feel like that's rare. Killer Mike. A rapper? 
he's a he's a uh, social activist also. Yeah. If you look at Killer Mike, what do you think he does when he's not being an activist? Rapping. But if he's not rapping, what is he doing? So do you think chilling? Chilling. So again, you know what you were doing when you were the size you were. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, just I mean, so we're not making it. So so we're not making this a uh, uh, sugarcoating anything. Mm-hmm. When you're that size, you do things quick and easy. When you're when you're that size, you cut corners. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and, I'm shaking my head like okay. like, like, like they can hear me shaking my head. But yeah. <laughs> so so that's that's obvious. The food is quick and easy. The 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 activity level is quick and easy. I'm taking the elevator. I'm not taking the stairs. I'm gonna drive around this parking lot and get the closest spot before I park all the way back there. I've I've seen it, you know what I'm saying? Like I've I've seen it, and then and a lot of times it's not a conscious decision. It's just what you do mm-hmm. because you don't want to walk that far. You don't want to uh, do these different things, or you gotta find these reasons. And then there's a slippery slope to where uh, then it's out of control. So I mean, not to pick on Killer Mike, but I mean for for him for him to be a, any type of leader, you're gonna look at him and say, what type of personal accountability do you take in your life from a day to day and could you could you be led by someone with a that it was overweight or had a high body fat percentage so so i'll give a personal story and i think i've shared this before i when i was working as a a membership manager uh, a sales manager in one of the big box gyms there was a general manager who was my boss and he was the the leader of the whole gym he was he was bigger than you were Ernest and had less muscle he he was clearly in the 400 450 pound range again a a gym gm a gym gm so and and it doesn't even matter if we were selling cars it didn't even matter if it was fitness but Mm -hmm. what happened was this was a, a a personal interaction job so everywhere from the manager meetings because we had fitness managers we had you know kids club manager we had uh the front desk manager uh, there was a pool a pool manager all those different people and we would all meet together and have our thing he he did not have he, he did he did not have the respect of the gym uh one because he did not use it he's not even using the own product that he sells uh two people seen the stuff that he ate that he brought in and his work ethic was reflective of his body, I feel like, to where he was, he was a lazier person. He was a person who did things the easy way. And when it came to selling gym memberships, guess who he leaned on? Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, again, we're, we're, it's not that it's unfair. Is it, is it wrong for a person to come ask for a gym membership or, or a person who's on the fence Mm-hmm. trying to buy a gym membership is it wrong for them to more likely buy it from me than him and the crazy part was i was not as fit as i am now it was just in a in an area where it's not as fit and as competitive as arlington but again i've always i've, I've never been unfit you know and i was wearing a polo shirt but you could just see that i had an athletic build and yeah, that had that nutrisystem uniform on the polo, the the polo, yeah, 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 I guess so. Yeah, the, the business cash. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, but that person was more likely to buy it from me. And there were times where he would say, no, you can take this one, Wayne. Now, we've worked in a commission-based environment to where the previous general manager before him, she was taking a lot of stuff because she wanted that money. He knew in the best interest of the gym and the team, and he made more money, so he didn't need as much commission, but he knew in best interest of the gym, it was better for people to be in front of me than to be in front of him. And it could have, yeah, my sales skills probably were better. But again, it goes hand in hand. Maybe my sales skills are better because I have confidence because I know (laughs) that I look fit. We can't pinpoint it, right? But at the end of the day, I sold gym memberships better than my 400-pound boss who had been in the industry longer than me. And I worked. Go ahead. So his work ethic and his you know, his nutrition habits and the things you saw him do is what made you guys kind of lose respect for him or, or, or. No, the minute he came through the door, there was eyebrows raised. What if, what if, what if he did use the gym facilities? What if he did eat healthier and, you know, he's still full, he's still 400 plus until he, until he loses that weight. Do you, because when you see somebody, you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And so based off of a, you know, when you see a fit person, you can kind of, you can assume that they're doing the right things and, and they're making the right choices on a nutrition side and things like that, right? Because their body reflects that. When you see a larger person, we don't know where they're at, where, they, where they are at in their journey. Correct. Right? And so... But we know what they've been doing. We know what they've been doing. We know we know what they have done. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and so with that, I guess I guess and I guess that's another thing with me, because I was in that high BMI range for what six to eight months before I got down to a maybe even more, maybe a year before I really got down to a point where it was, you know, under that thirty. Yeah. And so for that time period where I am improving myself, I'm still, I'm still quote unquote fat, right? Yeah, I'm but still you're doing obese. the right things. I'm but still, you're doing the right things. Right. But if you just see me, if you just see me turning the corner, you don't know that. And so you assume that I am less than, right? You assume that I am unmotivated. You assume that I am not hardworking. You assume that those things are still part of who I am because I because my body is in that is, is, in, is in that condition because I put my body in that condition. Sure. But that's, that's might not be who I am. When, when you're saying that you were, you were in, in, in the moment making those changes, we're talking about a, a time frame of, even if we use from now, right? Mm-hmm. Two year going on two year time frame. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I am 35 years old. Okay. So again, if I were to look at and to make a, a, a judgment based on, on data and say, Hey, you're, that's awesome that you're losing and you're, you're getting to this point. Again, the question is, well, for the bulk of your life and people change all the time, but for the bulk of your life, you were this way. So is it fair for somebody to say, I would like before I give you the benefit of doubt of having all these traits, I would like to see you do that for longer. I mean, I guess you can ask for anything. 
Well, I mean, is that is that fair? Because I mean, if you you take a basketball player and his first three years, <laughs> he's 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 averaging seven points a game, and then he he didn't then he starts averaging fourteen. Are we are we gonna say wow he's gonna average fourteen for the rest of his career, or are we gonna say well we need to see what happens next year because he might go back to seven, might go to ten, but we're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt because the data says this is, this is, this is new for you. Well, the benefit of the doubt in this situation is just a level of respect, right? So why not give me the same level of respect that you would give someone else because you don't know. I don't, I don't know you. Exactly. So why, why not? But you're not doing it either. I'm not doing what either? Respecting myself? No, 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 not no, not yourself. I'm talking about when you, when you as a person who's gone through this transformation yourself, you mm-hmm. see another person. And you said when you see the big guy, the only thing that goes in your head is, oh, that's a big guy. Yeah. Well, that I, wasn't a, that, well, that's not a respectful comment. It's not disrespectful. Okay, that's what I said. It's neutral. It's, it's just it's, it's this blank state because Ernest doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have it. So, but, but when you see the fit person, you but gave them all those qualities. I never said that they would be uh, a leader or, or, or they are, you know. Um, but we know what leaders look like on average. Right, but, I'm not, but that's not to say that someone who, on average, is not a leader because they don't fit that mold. It is, because the statistics say they aren't. No, statistics says that those people get the opportunities to lead. They're in, they're putting leader because you're putting in a leadership position. Sure. That the statistics shows you who's put in leadership positions. The statistics doesn't show you who's capable of leading. Correct. But right. you can't, you can't show what you can do if you don't get in the game. You can't, but, and then now whose issue, now whose fault is that, that we're, that those people aren't getting in the game. If you, if, if I, if I'm looking at you from not knowing you, I don't follow you around 24 seven and I, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm judging you by the way you look, because that's just how it's always going to be. And I look at you and I say, you you take, you cut corners, you do things quick and easy. And this other person may do the same. They may do the same, this other fit person, but think about all the things that you've said on this podcast that you've done. The time management, the sacrifice, the waking up early, the changing, the shopping, the buying new shoes, to the change, all those things that you've done, you weren't doing two years ago. So why would I, to, to be completely honest, why would I say this person who you are now and that person previously are the same? Because I don't think you feel that way. My lifestyle is different. Yes. Because you are different. Because I am different. But a lot so, of the So qual- you are stronger inside. And when we see the not as fit person, would you say they would you say they have the same inner strength? I did not. Yeah. So I, I know I did not have the so same. So if that's the case, is it fair for me, a person on the outside looking, is it fair for me to assume that or is or that's wrong? Should I, should, should I, when I'm picking leaders or, and we don't have to, you know, uh, stay on this leader thing, but if I'm picking people, even if I'm selecting a team to go do something and I want to select the best candidates and of course, resumes and things matter and, you know, looking at previous history. But again, if, if I need to make a decision 
And I say, I want that person who looks like they put more into themselves because they probably have these traits because you're rolling the dice either way. But statistics say I got a better chance of winning if I pick that guy versus that guy. Is that fair? Because I think we all do that in life. Yeah, I would say so. I, I, I can agree. So, Unfortunately, I have to agree. <laughs> I mean, but, but this, is, this is the part where if this were something, if we were discussing something that we couldn't control, but again, this is something that we can control. Uh, go back to the part when you're saying, when you see this person, you don't know where they're at in their journey. 100% agree. So um, when it comes to somebody saying, you know, do you matter? Or are you doing the best things for yourself? If you have identified that this is an issue, you've addressed your nutrition, you've, you've addressed your health, you're, you're getting more movement, and you said, hey, this is not the thing that I want for my life. I just happen to be starting my journey. Respect. Because that means you, you have made some changes. You've identified things you need to change. And now you're taking the steps forward. So I have the utmost respect for anybody within their journey. Uh, but we're, but I guess what I'm, more I'm talking about now is the people who uh, either don't know or they know and they're not doing anything about it. Yeah. So, so to take it back to the title, I guess my question is, if you know that you need to make changes and you're not making those changes, how do you feel about yourself? What do you think? A person who knows they need to make these changes, they've been to the doctor numerous times and they're currently right now not listening to our podcast, not working out, not eating healthy, and they're pretty much chilling. They, I know for me, it was like, I got time or it's not as important or they don't care. Or they don't care. So if you don't care about your own health and fitness, your own well-being, how long you're going to be on this planet, uh, like we said, the things that bleed into all the other aspects of life, whether it be relationships, parenting, job related, your performance is not as high in those areas. And you know that and you're not doing anything about it. You can't really say you have a high self-esteem. You can't really say that you, again, you said you just don't care. Now, there are reasons for that, but without, without talking about the reasons right now or potential reasons, what are you telling people who either know you and see you not doing anything about it or people who don't know you? What are you telling them? That you don't care? That you don't care about yourself. Or your, your appearance, at a minimum. But it's not your appearance because when you're in that BMI, your health is directly correlated, mm -hmm. right? right? So again, please, anybody who's listening to this, 
Ernest, you again, you were somebody who was lucky because again, probably because of your age, uh, you you weren't, um, you know, there was no hypertension or diabetes or anything like that. But you were getting close. And uh, there was what the sleep apnea that they were proposing? Mm hmm. Yeah. What was it? The CPAP, excuse me. They were proposing to use a CPAP? Yes. Yep. So I that. Had, I actually had a CPAP machine. I think I used it twice. It was maybe about five times. So if you were currently to this day still using it, meaning that you still had the same habits that you had before, and now you're, you're going, uh, you're, you're 35. And you know they they gave it to you. What was this two years ago? Two mm -hmm. years ago. Okay. You're at two and a half. So, and you're still doing this every night. All I see is when you walk out the door. I just see you, right? I just see your body. I don't know that you have a CPAP in your house. Now, me being an educated person, I know that the larger you are, the more likely you are to have one. Not everybody thinks that way, but what I'm saying is, you're telling me. <laughs> that you don't fully have the skills. You're not putting the putting your foot forth to making changes. And really, you, you, you just don't really care about yourself. And that's now there again, there are reasons why. So I guess my question is, if you find yourself in that zone, maybe the first step is not health and fitness in terms of changing your diet, uh, joining a gym, Possibly therapy would, would be the first step to improvement. Because I know for a fact, if you have, if you are in that, in that uh, BMI, you've tried to lose weight before, <laughs> right? Everybody, everybody yeah. is not, I, I'm not naive to think that, well, you've never tried. No, you've tried and you just, you just weren't able to follow through whatever hurdles that are individual to you. They, they tripped you up. So more than likely that's what's going on upstairs. And that's probably some emotional issues, some things that maybe stem from childhood. There's some things that stem just from your, your normal, your, your ecosystem family. And maybe you need to talk to somebody to get those things out because you can't change the physical without changing the mind. Uh, you can listen to our podcast to the cows come home. You can, you can go get certified as a trainer because believe it or not, there are trainers who are overweight. There are trainers who are obese. They have the information. So what's stopping them from being in a healthy body fat percentage or a healthy BMI? Either or. What's stopping them? What's going on upstairs? What's going on emotionally? So it's yeah. not here to, it's here to beat up on the people, but... If, if you find yourself not able to follow through, you need to dig deeper and say, what's going on? And that might be the step that you need to go get help. So again, if I'm talking to a person, they're like, yeah, you know, I've been in therapy for six months to work on not just uh, food, but just everything that's kind of going on. Respect. Because you're working towards it. Right. But if you're sitting at home saying, I don't need no therapy. I'm just going to try the uh, plank challenge next week. <laughs> it, it, after seven days, it's over. I'm just going to do the, you know, the pea soup diet. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've, you failed 18 times with all these different fads. 
you're, you're, you're saying and people, people are going to see by your outer appearance, by the things that you say, by the things that you eat, they're going to say, well, this person doesn't really care about themselves. So now if you are showing that you don't really care about yourself, how can you expect somebody else to care about you? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, you can't expect that from strangers, from coworkers, from teammates, from people, because you're, you're, there's a phrase, you teach people how to treat you. And if I see you destroying yourself in, Unfortunately, some people kind of hide it. We have, uh, let's look at the celebrities. Lizzo. Uh, there was a recent uh, actress that I just seen who made some big changes. Um, her name is, ah, well, I can't remember her, her actual name, but she was, uh, she was in Pitch Perfect. And now that person has made some changes. She's made some changes recently where she's lost the weight. Uh, and it was because I believe she, she had turned 40. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. And she is losing weight. And she said, this was my year goal. She said, COVID hit and I'm making these changes because they come, the, the things come knocking at that age, right? Once you hit 35, 36, 37, going into 40, your body can only take so much abuse. Mm -hmm. And she flipped the switch. We've seen the same thing happen with Monique, the, the comedian, the actress. There was years and years and years that she built her platform and she told everybody, she made, she used to do bits about, you know, skinny women, this, skinny people that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm this way. But if you look up, if you look her up now, she said, oh my God, this is the first time I've been under 200 pounds. I feel the best I've ever felt in my life. Interesting. Yeah. Adele. This was a person who was on the larger side. Now I look at her. She almost looks like a different person. I didn't know that was her when I saw the picture. <laughs> so, so we're looking at these people who were doing these things previously and they started their journey and said, there's no reason for this. When you're, when you're that size and you're not doing anything to change about it, because my personal belief is Lizzo is going to make some changes. She's, she's probably, what, early 30s, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, I think she's she young. might be late 20s. Yeah. She's, she's, she's going to make the changes. She has the resources. She has the people in her ear. And she's, she's, she's 32. 32, early 30s. It, it's going to change, and it's going to change soon because your body can only take so much. And the things that you've shared, Ernest, it seems like you're having more fun than you were having then. She really looks like yeah. she really looks like she's having fun now, right? People go, she's so confident. She sows this, she sowed that. That may be. She could still be those things in a healthy body fat percentage and a healthy BMI. She'll be even, even more, more so. Yeah. Exactly. Even more so. So I think right now what she's telling me and telling people is she may not be saying I don't matter, but through her actions, she's saying my health doesn't matter because she does not say anything about I'm in the journey. It's all so what? Mm. 
if your angle and your and your your theme of whatever's going on and, and all you can share is so what? And I've seen her post workout stuff and all that, but again, she and I think she's kind of confused. Maybe she doesn't. She wants to keep those initial fans without feeling like she's made a complete one eighty. Uh, so that is that that's different with her. But again, if you, if your message isn't health based, your message isn't I'm in the journey. I want to be better for myself. Want to be better for my family. The 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 why, which is you know what you've shared on here then you're basically saying, I don't care about myself. So when you go in the streets and somebody looks at you funny or somebody uh, assumes things of you, how can you expect them to give you the blank slate or to give you the benefit of the doubt when you're, you're showing them that you don't care about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Then you had the Gucci man glow up. Gucci. Yeah. So, I mean, these are so, so at a certain point, and these are people with the resources to make those changes a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't, you know, the, the, the trainers, the chef, whatever it is, they, they, they don't have an issue with that. But we're talking about just regular people. If, if you punch in the clock every day, you go to Taco Bell every day, <laughs> you come home and eat your hungry man dinner every day, drink your six pack every day. And you know that your work pants are getting smaller and smaller and you just go buy some new ones. What is that? That's not self-love. Is that self-love? No. That's just no. We know how we know how the food makes us feel. <laughs> we, all these different things that have changed, right? In terms of energy level, just all these different things. So if we're doing this to ourselves consistently. It's like, wow, that person doesn't really care. So I'm going to, whether it be picking a partner for romantic reasons, whether it be picking uh, a partner to work with on a school project, (laughs) whether it be any of these different things, somebody's going to, they're going to see with their eyes and, and make an assumption. And I believe that you shouldn't be rude to people, but for somebody to kind of do that mental calculation and say, what's going on and say, you know, you know what? I'd rather roll the dice over here. Is that fair? Because when you're on the other end, don't you want the benefit of the doubt? What do you mean? Ma- okay. So let's say you, you're, you're already, your, your physique is completely different, but it is. Thank you, Wayne. It is. I appreciate people, that. People tell me. I'm like, stop talking about Ernest. Shit, what about me? <laughs> I look good. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but, but seriously, so mm-hmm. you continue on this path, which I don't think you aren't, because again, you're in that place where it's just lifestyle now. You get to that place, right? Mm-hmm. Would you want somebody to be like, would you want somebody to be like, eh, I guess he's hardworking. I don't know. Probably. You'd be like, what? You know how much work I did to look like this? You would, right? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So, Absolutely. so, and stop making good points. <laughs> you would it's be annoying. like, you'd be like, hold up. <laughs> you're just gonna, you're just gonna assume that I worked hard to look like this to lose uh, over a hundred pounds, 130 pounds, no surgeries, no fasting. No 
no, no, no craziness. Seriously, straight up, like you, you did it the the most healthy way possible, and mentally as well, because now right. you don't have to remove yourself from some uh, unsustainable habits. You're you're still in a good place habit uh, wise. So, mm-hmm. and I'll say the same thing for myself. When somebody sees me and they see uh, my business, they see the things that I do. I want them to say that guy works hard. I, I, and I, I, I think they should assume that, like he works hard. He puts time and energy into his, his body, his business, uh, you know, being a parent, all these different things, whatever it is, you're going to say, okay. And if it goes one way, it's got to go the other way. Right. Right. So if I, I, I can see that. So if you can look at me and assume that I'm hard work. Did you ever seen the wire? I've seen the wire. To, to quote Marlo. When he looked at that security guard and he said, you want it one way, but it's the other way. You remember that one? I don't remember that episode. Yeah, that, that, that was later, like season four, uh, maybe season five. And he, and he told him, I think it was season four. He said, you want it one way, but it's the other way. <laughs> and, and, and it is. It's, it, it's the other way to where... Go ahead. Go ahead and make your point. So the the benefit of the doubt so i guess what you're saying is why not have them why not have the world assume you are hard working or, or or you're great just based off your uh initial reaction and appearance instead of having them wait to see you perform necessarily right because now you're missing it so if if they can just if they can just look at you and assume that you have the ability to do whatever they need, whatever they may need or require from you before they actually see you do it. You now have the opportunity to now show your worth as opposed to them having to see you see and prove before they give you an opportunity to be for more. Correct. Yeah. You still, you still have to be a good person. You still have to have the skills, but if you, you see somebody who is, you know, walking down the beach with a six pack, you're going to have your assumptions, especially if they're not 16. You know, we're talking about somebody who is, well, once, once you're in a fit body fat percentage and you're in your early thirties, even late twenties, you're, you're, I mean, we're in America now. You're almost an anomaly <laughs> to where it's like, Ooh, what, you, what team do you play for? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a regular person. I, I just happen to eat real food and exercise. Like, seriously, it, it's, we've gotten to that point. So, yeah, if you, if you stand out like that, then maybe there's, there's, a, there's proof behind that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, most, people this, know what they're, most people know what they're not doing. And correct. so and, if and, you look like that, I know, I know, what, I know what you're not doing. And, and this is one of the only things you can't buy. Mm. This is the only, I mean, really, you can't buy this. You can't buy health. You can't buy, you can't buy muscles. <laughs> you can't buy a low body fat percentage and still look like a natural person. We have these Instagram people and 
you know, people getting calf implants and, you know, women doing body shapers and body sculpting and all this stuff, but they don't look natural. They don't look natural. There's guys who do the, uh, stuff that they put in their arms you've seen some of these guys a lot of them aren't even you know there's other countries and stuff like that but they look like popeye it doesn't look natural right. uh, and then you got people who use steroids but guess what you don't just do use steroids and go to sleep you use steroids and work out in the gym hard day after day after day after day you just get there a little bit quicker than a person who's natural but you still put the work in Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, when you see that fit body, you know that there's discipline, you know, there's hard work, you know, there's perseverance, and you know that when that person hit a brick, a brick wall or a plateau, they push through. Because it doesn't even matter their starting point. Again, I've never been, you know, in the 30 BMI, I've never been obese, but my body fat has fluctuated due to my habits, and I had to work to get to where I am. Even being from skinnier, being a teenager, then playing basketball, then not playing basketball, and you know, going back into fitness, my body's changed. But my body's where it is because of what I do, my habits. Mm -hmm. You cannot buy a six-pack. You can go get liposuction, you can go get whatever, but you're gonna look at them and go, that looks weird. I mean, have you, you ever seen some of these e uh e-channel shows and some of these people they have uh uh, again, they, they like they get the six pack sculpted, but their arms look kind of flabby. It's like the reverse dad bod. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, how do you got a six pack, but your arms don't got no veins? Right. That doesn't make sense. And you've probably done some long term damage to your body. So that's why you get the utmost respect. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. You see a homeless guy that's ripped with muscle. You go, what's, what's he do? You're like, okay. <laughs> and the same thing. You see a guy who's a CEO and he's ripped. You go, dang, man, you still got time to be fit? And you run a business? And that's why those people are high achieving, high earners, and people that are doing things that uh, they're not time wasters. They're, they're, you know, it's the inverse of those bad habits that we talked about. They're not cutting corners. They're not doing doing things quick and easy. And they've invested in themselves. So if we, if we can say that about somebody who, again, you can't buy a healthy body and you see that, and then you see somebody else who has the, the opposite, why is it wrong to assume that they, they don't do those things? Now, I think for you, when you even within your first three months of making the change, people had the utmost respect for you because they seen your habits. Mm -hmm. I said, wow, he's sticking with this. So they're, they're like, okay, you know, I, I like it, man. Good job, right? Right. And they're commending you on your habits, on your traits. They weren't commending, they weren't complimenting you on your body three months into your process, right? No, yeah. <laughs> hey man you look awesome you lost 10 pounds you're 390 <laughs> they weren't saying that to be 100 percent, right but right. they were like that's awesome that you have the perseverance you have the time management you're not even messing around with us hey uh, i'm jim you're not eating my donuts like man you're, you're killing it Ernest. and that's why they have maybe a, a raised level of respect for you it's not to say that they didn't have respect for you it's to say that now they respect you more Mm. And if it comes into the job, 
you're everybody's human. You can't separate the two. Now, how I feel about you with that, you go, man, this guy, I see, you know, some people, they have gyms at their job, right? Mm-hmm. And then they got that one person that comes in, works out, takes a shower, and they're, they're at work before most people. How is that person normally looked at by the peers? Um, go-getter, motivator. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I wish yeah. I could do that. You yeah. know, they, they do that whole thing. That's, that's just how it is. That's how it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think that, yes, if you, if you want people to treat you like you matter, you have to be in your own journey to improving yourself and getting to a place so that others have no choice but to feel that way. So that there, there's some accountability there. And if you're not holding yourself accountable and you're not willing to do that, then you kind of get what you get, right? You have to assess whether or not you matter to yourself. Nobody's going to treat you. Nobody's going to treat you better than you treat yourself. Mm. Say that again. It's <laughs> just not. Nobody's going to treat you better than you treat yourself. So if you go out in the world and you want people to treat you better than you treat you, you're delusional. And you're fighting a losing battle. And maybe that type of thinking is why you're in the place you're in. Because there's, there's no people that are whatever phrase you want to use, go-getters and uh, leaders and people that are just really getting after it and making things happening. Those people treat themselves great. They feel great about themselves. Because no matter what, when you go out in the world, somebody's going to treat you less than you want to be treated. <laughs> you, nobody's immune to that. You could be Bill Gates, LeBron James, Serena Williams. <laughs> you could be anybody in the world. Somebody's going to treat you less than you want to be treated, right? Yep. But when you have <laughs> all the things in your favor in terms of high self-esteem and all the habits that go into place to where you feel better about yourself, it doesn't really matter as much. It doesn't. Somebody threw a, a shoe at Obama, didn't they? <laughs> I think that was uh, that was Bush. I remember, I remember Bush getting. Yeah. Man throws shoes at Bush. He threw two of them. <laughs> he threw two of them. And Bush hit that. Hit him with the Matrix though. Dodge that joke twice. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Oh, the okay. So the woman. There was a woman. Oh, she was the Arizona governor. She got up in Obama's face with her finger pointed. And she was pointing in his face like... Right. Scold, scolding him. Scolding him. The, the president. She's scolding him. Yeah. Do you think that bothered him? Maybe a little. But I don't think it ruined his day. Because he said, you know what? I got a lot going for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot done over here. And then the same thing with the other president, the guy who threw the two shoes at Bush. I think he had the same reaction. Th- this person is a nut because I'm, 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 I'm on top. And I'm doing things that I feel are right. And I'm, I'm taking care of myself, my family, whatever it is. I'm a leader. So... If, if, you, if, you, if you're doing those things, you're going to feel that way and you're going to pretty much tell everybody and give them no choice but to say, oh, that, that person matters. He matters. 
Mm-hmm. You, 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 you give people no choice but to say you matter and starting with your own health, taking your own health into account is going to allow for that to happen. Um, so I, I don't think the point of this conversation was ever to say that anybody doesn't matter or to shame people or anything like that, but it's to have more uh, self-reflection and, and say, why is it that maybe I'm being treated a way I don't want to be treated? And if that is the case, then say, how do you treat yourself? Not treat yourself, <laughs> but how do you treat yourself? Because uh, there's, there's, a, there's a thing, I, I forgot where I got this, but they said that you don't see any, uh, any fat old people. I know, I know old is a subjective word, but we're talking late 70s, 80s, 90s. You don't really see... Uh, 300 pound 90 year olds Mm-mm. yeah that's real. So, so 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 living 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 healthy taking taking things in account uh living living your best life is going to allow for you to pretty much force people to make sure that you matter and nobody has to tell you that you matter because you know you matter you know you don't need a you don't need a sign you don't need a commercial or anything you go i know i matter because i kill it every day yeah, I get after it. I get compliments. Even the people who, who don't give me compliments, I know that I'm doing what matters to me. And what matters to me is actually the right things. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. What, 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 what do you say to, you know, somebody who, who might still, still after this conversation may have some issues with, you know, even us just uh, addressing the title and uh you know maybe maybe being what i may perceive as hypersensitive but maybe not others what what would you say to them i would say look at yourself have them look at themselves and really determine whether whether the steps are being taken to improve to improve their, their, their fitness levels. Right. And if it's not for them, it's for maybe someone that they may say, well, this is offensive to, you know, a family member or a friend, or this, this could, uh, affect, you know, how they might feel about themselves or whatever, whatever the case may be, but really, really look deep and dig deep and figure out, are they doing the things necessary to improve their health? To improve their well-being, to improve their uh, their fitness levels, right? To to remove these preventable diseases, to remove the uh, the 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 higher percent chances of hypertension and sleep apnea and those types of things. Are you taking care of yourself to the point where other people should care that? care about you again like you said you can't expect other people to care about you more than you care about yourself you can't expect other people to love you more than you love yourself um there's it's i will always say like with my wife i love my wife my wife loves me 
she does not complete me. I had to be a complete person in order to to grow with her. She has to be a complete person in order for her to uh, to grow with me. We have to come together and then just as two complete people in order to you know rise to to rise to that occasion, right? So coming into uh, any type of situation, you have to be whole within yourself uh, and not expect other people to give you that uh, validation or uh, or to sh- to make it so that you are important or felt to be important, right? You have to know within yourself that you are important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, to where, yeah, you you have to you have to be there. You have to be there yourself already, mm-hmm. and um, I think getting to that point for some people takes work, some more than others. But you do have to do. You have to to put in work and look within. And and if you're not there, actively seek resources. Actively uh, seek tools, people to where you can get the help that you need so that you can be that best version of yourself inside. And then everything else will just be a byproduct of it. Absolutely. Uh, I think there is a stigma, uh, unfortunately, with some people to where they believe that people exercise because they don't like themselves. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's exercise, there's, there's exercise addictions, there's food addictions, there's, there's healthy food, disordered eating. There's a, there's a lot of different things like that. But again, that, that's a small class of people uh, to where, and, and unfortunately when you see those people, it's actually a little bit more obvious than you think as well, because to be, uh, you, you can just see it. You can see it through the habits. You can see it through the body to where uh, maybe somebody's body weight is too low. Yeah, the same way we're saying somebody's BMI is too high and they're unhealthy. Yes, you can be underweight. You can be underweight and it's unhealthy. So uh, this is no way saying that people who are at healthy BMIs, people that are at healthy body fat percentages, cannot get sick we're not saying that people takes just use myself for example uh six foot one around 15 percent body fat 210 pounds whatever and if you if you take that person there's people with my exact profile that do get diabetes there's people who do have hypertension there's people who uh whatever other things come along they do get that. They do. There's people who, that is a thing. But aren't those people outliers? There's those people are outliers. They're not. That's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we're not here to talk so much about outliers. We're talking about if you get yourself in the healthy zone, you're giving yourself the best chance. And really, after that, you can't do anything else. Just, just giving yourself the best chance. If you're actively staying in a high body fat percentage, which I call the red zone, the danger zone, or if you are um, in that 30 BMI and you're hanging out there, you're not giving yourself the best chance. And the likelihood of other, all these other things increases. It's, it's just statistics. So uh, 
first, if your response to this, if your response to this podcast is, well, uh, well, athletic looking people get sick too. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But what are the odds? What are the odds? And I look at it like this. If, if somebody says, hey, we got two parachutes, you're going to jump out the plane. This one is 99% effective. This one's about 15% effective. We already know which one you're going to choose. You know, I feel lucky today. You know, I just, ha just have faith. <laughs> I'll take the 15%. Just have faith. <laughs> I don't know this company. You know, like that's all the stuff we say about people. Or, you know, you don't, you don't know me. You don't know what's going on in my body. And you're, again, you know, whatever, pounds overweight. So, again, it, it's very important that we're not saying that people who are in a healthy body fat percentage or in a healthy BMI are perfect. They are uh, invincible. They're going to live to their 100. They can't get sick. I'm not saying that. We're just saying that you greatly decrease the odds and you can live a, a longer life, a healthier life, a better quality of life. And what comes with that, whether it be fair or not, is how people treat you. Right. So let's wrap it up and answer the question. Do fat lives matter? Yes, if they are taking care of themselves and working towards a healthier body or a healthier lifestyle. They're all the same. And, that, and that's the beauty of this thing. They're all intertwined. You, you don't have a healthy lifestyle without a healthy body or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So to, 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 for me to answer the question, my answer is yes, they do. If you are doing the things to show that you matter. If you if you are self-destructive, then people aren't going to think that you matter. Think about if we switch to anything else. And again, I don't want to compare. I mean, there are there is food addiction. There is food addiction. Mm -hmm. So I will compare this. What if it was a, a, a narcotic or a hard drug, a, a heroin or something? If somebody was was strung out on heroin for 20 years, would you say, oh, man, that person really cares about themselves? Right. Do heroin lives matter? <laughs> yeah. It, it, the, the way you would look at somebody and say, man, that person is not doing the right things. They're in and out of rehab. Yeah. And it's not their fault and they need to get therapy and those things. But again, you're just not going to have the highest opinion of that person. So you kind of you kind of get what comes with that. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a nice little comeback episode. Yeah, man. Of Stronger feels Inside. Good. Feels good to get back in the podcast saddle. Shake the shake the rust off. Uh there we go, towing the line again of getting canceled on our <laughs> our first episode back. That's how I like it. You know, get the people talking. So uh let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Let's get some uh, some feedback on the Instagram page, the Facebook page. Let us know how you like the the new logo, the new look. Oh and yeah. Well, we're gonna get back to posting a little bit more on the social media. Sometimes you want you gotta... that merch. You want that merch? Let us know too. We might have something <laughs> for you in the future. Yeah, real soon, real soon. That's coming real soon. Mm. So until next time, we're out. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Make sure you stay connected with us via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stronger Inside Podcast. Remember, every like, comment, and share spreads the message of health, fitness, and wellness. 